Hello! Welcome to Let's Catch Up, episode 12, where I talk about John Tucker Must Die. Finally! No, I really do talk about John Tucker Must Die in this episode. I also kind of wish that I had like a sports corner, because Eli Manning is retiring. Um, Good for you, Daniel Jones, you know? Um, A kid from Kansas picked up a stool in the midst of a brawl, which was dark. That's always so... When you see that happen, you're just like, that That footage lives forever. And some male cheerleaders were in there really really breaking things up in their little coordinated outfits. Um, We also touch on why I'm still watching The Bachelor and not just binging it. Seth Meyers goes day drinking with some of my favorite people. I watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary, and I think about TikTok for way too long again. Other things, um, just quickly, that I go through, Brad and Jen, obviously, the SAG Awards we talk about, I have quite an opinion, and we also discuss Jessica Simpson and um, the things that she um, very bravely talked about this week. She also has a book coming out soon called Open Book. When the book comes out, I think we'll talk about the title of the book, you know, because she was really brave and said some things this week. And um, who doesn't love Jessica Simpson, you know? Probably the people that make her shoes. What? Too dark? I don't know. She seems nice and she seems happy with that really tall man named Eric and all of their children, right? And she's out here just like losing weight, living her best life, sober. Because with you, I can let my hair down. I can say anything crazy. I know you'll catch me right before I hit the ground. Um, I love that song. I always have. Anyway, I think that's it. So let's catch up. Okay, so starting the episode with something heavier than usual. I mean, normally it's like someone broke up, someone got married, someone left the royal family, bachelor, whatever. But This week, people broke, like, an exclusive story along with Tim Tebow's wedding, which, like, clearly of the same importance, that Jessica Simpson um, has had, like, an addiction problem for a significant portion of her life and got sober in 2017, and um, it all sort of stemmed from her being assaulted when she was, or I should say abused, abused as a young girl, Um, and I, I mean, it was, like, pretty intense, it's pretty sad. Um, She goes on to say that she was basically numbing herself with drinking and pills and she got sober in 2017 and she's gone through therapy and that when she like told her parents about it as a child, her mom, it was like years later, but her mom said, I told you something was happening to her dad and it was, I mean, that was kind of the saddest part of the whole thing to read, but um, obviously we all are familiar with Jessica Simpson, love her, Tuna is the chicken of the sea, like, um, newlyweds with you is a bop forever and ever, and so it was a really, um, shocking story, but I think kind of the, oh, in her clothing line, I think kind of, it, this sounds terrible maybe, but I think kind of the best part is that she has a memoir coming out, and that's kind of where she talks about this, And she had an offer five years ago to write a motivational book about living your best life. And she was like, I cannot do that. Like, I don't feel comfortable talking about myself um, in that way because I'm not even living my best life. And I just think that it's very rare that we have celebrities who are willing to be that honest. You know, they're all just out here trying to make a buck, which who isn't? But I thought that 
that was very admirable of her that she decided that um, she wasn't going to, you know, just write a book to, to lie and write one. So the book's called Open Book, which, you know, now doesn't feel like the appropriate time to discuss that title. But um, I'm not sure when it's being published, but I presume that it's relatively soon. But go stream with you, you know. I don't really know what else she's saying. Oh, these boots are made for walking. Duh. Okay, the next story, the story everyone's talking about, the SAG Awards. Congrats to all the winners of SAG Awards. Just so we're clear, SAG does stand for Screen Actors Guild. It's not a weird euphemism, but it is an unfortunate acronym. The biggest part of the SAG Awards for pretty much anyone were that Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston both won and then were seen backstage after winning kind of having a moment and also Brad Pitt was seen watching Jen give her speech when she won and people you know were freaking out comments by celebs was like blasting us because so many people like celebrities were so deeply um, invested I will say this and this might be an unpopular opinion I don't really care I'm not super interested in them getting back together I think it's been years he cheated on her. He embarrassed her. I've always been Team Jen. I'm not particularly interested in them getting back together. I think that she has made a real comeback in her career, and she is out here in some vintage white gown that she did not get a stylist to ha have brought to her. She pulled that out of her closet because she's Jennifer Aniston. I don't think she needs him. I think, if anything, he needs her to revitalize his career. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm not interested in them getting back together. That's kind of my point. I love all of the memes of like her walking away and his hand still on her. Like very here for that portion of this, but not at all interested in them getting back together. They're adults. I don't think that they even want to get back together. I think that they've been friends for like a significant period of time with just none of us being there to witness it. So I think that they're very content just being friends who congratulate each other at award shows and provide like a significant amount of Instagram media meme fodder. I think that that's okay for them. Team Jen, always team Jen. Okay, my last story this week is kind of embarrassing that I care, I guess, but I used to love the movie John Tucker Must Die. John Tucker Must Die is a TNT Sunday afternoon 3 p.m. movie. That's truly what it is, but it's good every time. Um, the star of John Tucker Must Die, who plays John Tucker, is Jesse Metcalf. Um, also in this movie, why didn't I write this down? Sophia Bush, Ashanti, Brittany Snow, and a woman who I recently saw in a, a Lifetime Christmas movie on Amazon Prime. Anyway, so this man, I mean, what else has he been in? I have no idea, but love John Tucker Must Die. And if you don't know the plot, which I don't know why you wouldn't, it's just about this guy who's dating like three really different girls at, at the high school. And, um, no one knew that he was dating anyone else. They all thought that they were exclusive, which I don't care how big a high school is. Everyone knows. 
Anyway, he like shows interest in a fourth girl played by Brittany Snow. And then all the girls like team up and they're like, oh, we're going to get back at him for cheating on all this. So they put like hormones in his smoothies and uh, get him like modeling gigs and there for like herpes or something. So all of this to say, I know it sounds like I'm giving you a synopsis from 2005, but this man was engaged for like 13 years to this woman. It says that she's a designer and by it, I mean the E article that I read. I do not know a designer of what I would presume clothes, but I did not do a deep dive on her. They've been together for an extended period of time and they recently um, said that they separated, but prior to saying that they separated, there were all these pictures of him with different women in the same day. And I was like, what is, is he, is he John Tucker? In the same outfit, he was photographed with two different women in the same day. I, I was like, I'm watching TNT on a Sunday afternoon. This is, I mean, it's, clearly awful they were together for a very long time like it's it's not okay that I'm reacting this way and I think that she was rumored to be very blindsided by the fact that he went in this relationship if you look at the photos it's completely possible that like one of them is a friend and one of them is more than a friend based on the photos but I still couldn't handle the terribly ironic parallel between this man and John Tucker where's Sophia Bush recording her own podcast I'd love to have Sophia Bush on my podcast. Just saying. We could talk about One Tree Hill all day. She also said some stuff about One Tree Hill this week. Did y'all see that? I think that man is very skeevy, the One Tree Hill man. That's what it that's what it kind of seems like all these years later, which is just such a bummer. Why can't people create good content and be good people? Like why is that so hard? That's what I'm trying to do, guys. <laughs> good content, good person. What is this Julianne Huff video? I apologize. Jules. Jules Huff and her energetic release. I, I apologize. Kenergy. Look it up. Daily Pop on E! talked about it. Look it up. What is it? Should it be on the internet? I don't think so. Okay, my last question is why is Selena Gomez being this desperate? I did not think that I was going to talk about Selena Gomez this much on this podcast, but she is begging people on Instagram to go buy her album or stream her album so that she can beat Roddy Rich for the first spot on the Billboard charts. First of all, it's 2020. I didn't think that anyone actually cared about the Billboard charts anymore. I understand. She keeps being like, this is the most important album to me, but it's like, your last album was four, almost five years ago. And what did you release before that? Selena Gomez in the scene, right? Like at the same time, Nick Jonas was releasing Nick Jonas in the administration. Like, I don't mean to be rude, but it's just like, if people are going to listen to your album, people are going to listen to your album. If you're going to be popular, you'll be number one. Like just ask Lizzo, just ask Drake, just ask Rihanna, right? Like these are people that have genuinely streamed and been number one on the billboard charts because people have wanted to listen to their music. I quite frankly would not want to be number one if it was a result of people begging, but maybe she gets like a bonus, you know, 
so maybe I shouldn't judge. It's just like, why are we taking to Instagram and begging? Why are we, like, I totally understand being an artist and going to Target. That's where I would go to, like, buy a physical copy of your CD and maybe you sign some and you leave them. Like, that seems like a rite of passage and very normal. But being like, me and my friends are all in the car to go buy as many copies as we can find because I'm, I want to be number one is, like, a little desperate. No, just me. I didn't intend on talking about her this much on this podcast. That's not what I wanted to do. But she's weirdly come up a lot since I started it. I would be more than happy to just talk about Wizards of Waverly Place. You know? That's come up too much too. How's David Henry doing? I know he got married recently. Has anyone checked on him? Or the other brother? Does anyone know how the other brother's doing? He's not like a Moises Arias situation, is he? Where he's actually 40 the whole time? No, I don't think so. I think the other brother was age appropriate. The The best friend Harper was in that Christmas movie I watched about where they they were talking about she was like a secret. She was secretly Santa's daughter. So she might be doing the best out of everyone. I don't even know. Don't, don't beg for people to listen to your music. If people want to listen to it, they will. We'll listen to Rare and we'll listen to Dance again when we're out. Don't, don't ask us. We'll do it. We promise. My first question is, would we be better if we just binged The Bachelor? Like, as a society, as a collective, if we just made the decision that we were not going to watch it live week to week, but that we were not going to spoil it for each other, and we would just binge it, like, halfway through the season. Because these beginning episodes, this past week, there was nothing there. We spent so much time listening to girls talk about other girls at a pool party where no one got in the pool. Just terrible. I mean, next week looks great, right? That's the thing that ABC does. They like really, they dip down into a valley to like shoot us up to the top of a mountain. Just not, it just was a kind of a waste of my time. That being said, let's talk about a couple things. Let's talk about the fact that there were two significant, significant like word stumbles this week. It started out with Hannah Ann our resident model and wearer of unfortunate hats, saying the word finasco when she meant to say fiasco. Ooh, and I don't think anyone corrected her, but the subtitles did say finasco, which I love. And then later on, when the girls did a thing that I think is very unfortunate that ABC is even doing in 2020, which is girls pillow fighting in lingerie, I just feel like maybe Peter is even a little too classy for this. Like, at what point was he like, yeah, this isn't a good idea. I, the girl who got a muumuu was, like, screaming about it. And I was like, be glad you're in the muumuu. Some of these girls are in, like, no clothing. And it's it's just the bachelor. Like, oh, God. It, it was just so demeaning, honestly. And I, it was very disappointing. But disappointed, but not surprised, you know. Anyway, when they were all unpacking the random package that they got that they were going to pillow fight in. Do you think any of them refused? That'd be interesting. That could be something I could get into, like kind of fight with the producers and be like, I'm not interested in doing this and see if they would kick you off. And then you could really, sorry, now I'm just speculating about something that I can do with my life. Anyway, one of the girls said lingerie as opposed to lingerie. It was pretty brutal. And she said it more than once and no one corrected her. All I'm learning is that I think these girls are, are kind of cowards. <laughs> they like won't cor correct one another and they won't stand up to anyone who says that they have to wear underwear and 
pillow fight and not even win anything. That's what we really need to get into is that there was no bracket set up. So it didn't really matter if you won your match because they were just going to pick these two girls that had kind of been going at it previously to fight again. And it's not like they won anything either. Last week, a girl won a like $40,000 worth of clothing. It's 40000 I thought I saw that somewhere. That might be a stretch. She won a lot of clothing for walking down a runway. And you're telling me that if I hit someone with a pillow in my underwear that I can't win anything? But alone time with Peter. Whatever. That's the point of the whole show. Cut me a check, okay? I'm never going to be able to go on this show. I'm also starting to age out. So it's now or never. And I think it's going to be never. Okay, I'm very excited to discuss what I'm watching this week, what we all should be watching. I hope you watch it so that we can discuss it. Um, Seth Meyers and the Jonas Brothers Go Day Drinking. This can be found on YouTube. I love Seth Meyers. I love when he goes day drinking. I think I mentioned him and Rihanna day drinking in my first podcast because it truly fills me with so much joy. He's done other ones with Retta, Kelly Clarkson, his mom. They're just really so great. The Rihanna one is definitely the best though. Um, But this specific one is a collision of a lot of my favorite things. Seth Meyers, obviously. The Jonas Brothers, a lifelong love. Jack McBrayer, who I think is so underrated and so underutilized and is from Georgia. And the Royal Palm Shuffleboard Club in Brooklyn, which I went to on my birthday a couple years ago. It is very large, which is very rare for a New York bar. Anyway, highly recommend watching it. It's so funny to watch celebrities get drunk and, like, let their guard down a little bit, you know? Um, And they, like, play games. They play some shuffleboard. They... The staple of these day drinking videos is like making drinks and because it's the Jonas Brothers, Seth Meyers is there with his brother and he has one brother. So Jack McBrayer comes as their like third brother. It's very funny. Um, Jack McBrayer at one point gives a toast to Cambridge Analytica and I had to pause the video partially because it was hilarious and I was laughing, but also because all of the drunk men standing there could not control themselves. It's, I mean, this is the content that I want in 2020, just so everyone's clear. Like, this is pretty much it. I'm not really interested in anything else. I just want to watch celebrities get drunk and play shuffleboard. That's who I'm voting for in 2020. <laughs> okay, very sharp contrast. Other things that I watched this week. Finally watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Highly recommend. It's three episodes, so I feel like it's kind of something that you can do, like it's manageable and it won't make you completely feel like you've wasted time with your life. Um, I knew like a good bit. I think if you followed like football and I think a lot of us being like from kind of SEC country are familiar with him as like a gator, but it was very interesting. I learned a lot a lot of sad things if I'm being honest but it's really riveting um, to kind of watch the timeline all unfold and then obviously it's like very sad by the end because the revelation that he um, killed himself and he has a daughter and not the revelation that he has a daughter we've known but it's just it's obviously very sad and a lot of people were impacted like a lot a lot of people and their families um, but I initially was very against the idea of this documentary. I don't like the idea of like glorifying someone who was a literal murderer, but it, um, I don't know. I think Netflix actually did a really good job of 
showing a lot of different perspectives. They interviewed a lot of different people. And so I think also with Aaron Hernandez, there's just so many angles and so many facets of it. More so than maybe your normal murder trial. I don't know. But um, they they discuss, obviously, the fact that um, CTE, they, you know, allude to we can get into it, I guess, but there's just a lot of different facets of his life that come up. Um, I will say this. I always feel very weird about the idea of discussing this man's life and his childhood when he's no longer with us. And these people who are like childhood friends or call themselves associates or whatever are like sitting around and talking about their relationship with him when he's not around to like dispute it. That's always like very strange to me and there's a lot of people in this but I will say he has a childhood friend who seems genuine I think whose father is also in this I don't know if the dad is like trying to get semi-famous or something but I kind of liked him I felt like he was just like he was being pretty honest and I was here for it he kind of gave me like Andy from Firefest vibes but like take it down three notches you know what I mean like he he has access to water and he's not going to do anything for it, you know, but I would recommend watching it if you don't know what else to watch and were thinking about it, but weren't completely sure. I would recommend it. Tom Brady shows up. Tim Tebow shows up. That gets weird for sure. But yeah, that's good. Okay, that's pretty much it this week. It seems like there's already some things like bubbling up in the culture, dare I say, for next week. Um, I've started watching some very interesting things, I won't lie. There's some new stuff on HBO that I'm intrigued by, some new things on Netflix, so I feel like there might be some good stuff to talk about next week. There's also some deals that are being made that I've seen on Instagram that I can't wait to talk about. And if I'm being completely honest with you, this outro won't be very long because my phone's about to die. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for making it this far. And I look forward to talking to you next week on episode 13. Very lucky, right? Maybe not. I don't know. Should we all move to Canada where Megan and Harry are? Do we know where they are in Canada exactly? Is that too creepy? I hope Kate doesn't miss Megan too much. Oops, seems kind of petty. Oh well, thanks for catching up. Talk to you next week. Watch Spinning Out on Netflix. It's actually pretty good. Bye!